Welcome to the Shaky Experience. My name is James Richard Lane. Today, June 15th, 2020, we will be speaking volume with Preston C. Howe. Preston is a pop musician from South Florida. He was a contestant on NBC's season 17 of The Voice. He has performed on The Kelly Clarkson Show and the U.S. Open Men's Semifinals. The artist will be releasing a new single titled Supply and Demand on June 19th. Without further ado, Preston, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> How are you doing in 2020? I'm doing great. I mean, this year has been a, a little rough, but still, you know, keeping my head up. So that's nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it is a little crazy with COVID and I feel that your music kind of provides this positive, friendly, caring sound to it. So maybe having that allows you to have more of a, a better year than others, hopefully. Yeah, this song... I mean, mainly we wanted to also focus on the fact that listening to this song just makes you want to dance around and just be happy, you know, in these dark times. We just want to jam out sometimes. I appreciate that. I think that's cool. So let's talk a little bit about your bio. How did you get involved with music in the first place? Oh, yeah. Well, my dad, you know, he's been a singer, not, you know, professionally, just, you know, singing around the house, doing Smule, an app that, that you know, he uses. But he was just always singing around the house when I was like four years old. And so I started copying him. I started singing around with him, you know, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin songs. So yeah, I just, my mom was like, oh wow, we need to put him in, you know, singing lessons. So he can maybe do this a career. And so that went, you know, pretty far. So I'm glad. Cool. Do you remember your first live performance and what that was like? I was, I was probably like seven doing it at my, I did a performance at my church, a small performance. And I just, I just remember being so nervous, you know, first time singing in front of every, anyone. And it was for Christmas, I believe, it, either Christmas or Easter. And I performed and I was just super nervous, but I mean, it went pretty well. So That's cool. Was that in Florida? Yeah, yeah. It was in Florida by Cooper City. Okay, cool. And you're from the Cooper City area? Well, yeah, I'm from Pembroke Pines. I live in Pembroke Pines. I go to school in Miami, so... Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I spent a little yeah. bit of time in St. Petersburg and Tampa and really like it down there. Those areas yeah. are pretty cool. I go to you know, Tampa a few times for Allstate Choir. So it's been pretty cool. I like Tampa. Okay, nice. When did you first start performing as a musician? I know you mentioned earlier in the phases with your father, hearing him yeah. kind of growing up. But when do you remember was kind of your break into music? Yeah, I think... It was around the time I got into musical theater because I loved, you know, Broadway stuff. I went to New York just to watch Broadway musicals. And I remember when I was like 10 or 11, actually getting into singing, acting and dancing and, you know, playing bigger roles than I was before. Like um, in Thoroughly Modern Millie, I played Jimmy and Carrie, I was you know doing Tommy Ross. And so that was, those are like my two biggest parts at just the community theater. And it was just so fun. And um, I was like so happy being on a stage doing live performances with like technically my best friends, you know, singing with my best friends. It was so awesome. I think that's where it really, I felt like, bang, this is really what I want to do for my life. You know? Yeah. And do you think like, you know, performing as a musician and having a love for art and creativity is kind of a natural thing that just comes to people naturally and they're born this way? Or do you think that this is something that is kind of ingrained into them after a while? I definitely think there is something that you're born with, like 
wanting you know to pursue music or any type of music just being born with the passion of either just listening to it as a kid or maybe even singing it or playing an instrument but I think along the way if you're doing musical things you could definitely get into it a lot more you're born with like a, a tiny pebble but then you could also you know grow it into a huge I don't know ball or something it's just like exactly a, yeah a definitely yeah. yeah the way that uh careers just really expand are interesting I remember me being a musician and starting off, I think I started playing music when I was 17 and just kind of performing for years and then just trying to continue with the drive and the momentum. And now I feel like I'm finally at a place to where I'm able to, you know, sustain within my creative hobbies and endeavors. And do you think within the time period that you've spent, from the early phases of where you were as a musician to where you are now, do you think that that transition was kind of exhausting or was that kind of like a spiritual awakening? What was that experience like for you just having to come from where you originally came from your early days of listening to your father's uh, sing to where you are now? When I started, it definitely hit me as just a hobby, you know, just singing around doing random things but along the way I just felt like more into it and just I mean it was kind of hard because of the whole puberty thing so there was like two two three years when I was like 11 it started to happen I just the cracking killed me I was like oh no I hate yeah. this and I was singing was just it was like so much harder than it was when I was like 10 and what it is now because I mean, I don't have to worry about cracking as much anymore, but just those years were definitely a rocky, rocky road. So it was hard, but I mean, my mom really helped me pushing it through. Cause like, I mean, if she wasn't, you know, taking me places, I would have just said, no, I don't want to go. No, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> sing today. I was, I was always waking up and my mom was like, all right, uh, let's practice. No, I want to sing today. <laughs> it was just that hard times, but my mom definitely got me through those times and, um, Helped me a lot. So. Absolutely. And I'm sure some of that translates within your music too. I know uh, lyrically hearing the trailer to Supply and Demand, it sounds like a coming of age story almost. So let's talk a little bit about your releases. You're about to release the new single Supply and Demand. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about this release. What can you say about it? I'm definitely really excited for this release. I've been looking forward to it for a couple months now. And... I just wanted to talk about, you know, how the song even started, you know, and all that stuff because the writer of the song, Because, which is one of the producers that are helping me, you know, push out the song, he's the writer and he, you know, he went through hard times, pretty hard times. And he was, you know, living in his car for a while. He, you know, suffered from mental health. And this is where a lot of it comes from him wanting to start a campaign about teen suicide and mental health. And it just, it pushed him and it pushed him and it pushed him and he felt like he needed to write a song about, you know, his problems and, you know, making people feel better and making people feel loved. And so he did that and he recorded it, but he just, I mean, he shared with us a lot. He just told us, this is, I mean, I just really thought I didn't fit the song. Like I, my voice wasn't it. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, that's why I wanted to give it to you to sing because I feel like you're the kid to push this out. And I was like, I mean, it felt it, like, I don't know, it meant so much to me like that I'm doing this for him. And I just, I don't know, it feels so good. And 
I'm really glad, but also, you know, the journey that we went through when I first met him, I met him at a boys and girls club event and we were talking a bit. I met him. I got to know what he was all about. And I mean, right away I was like, Oh man, this guy is so cool. Like I definitely want to do stuff with this guy. So, you know, he told me, Oh yeah, I have this thing I want to do. I want this campaign and I have a song for you actually. And so we did that and just the recording process and the video recording process too, just so fun and amazing. I mean, Mackenzie and Reef are friends of mine that, you know, are super, you know, famous on TikTok now, but um, they're, they're helping push it out too. So they're going to like make dances to it and a bunch of cool stuff. So I'm really excited. That is exciting. Yeah. It's very poppy. It's very catchy. I know even before doing this interview, it was kind of in my head the entire day. So yeah, um, I think it's cool. It's a, it's a great track. And just hearing that baby, that's supply and demand. I, I feel like that's so smooth and just kind of like a relaxing, fun track to just kind of sing out loud or maybe you know whatever you're doing i guess maybe working out who knows like so fun to sing like i was just jamming out in front of the mic and everyone behind the big glass like window was like yeah yeah we were all just jamming out and it was so fun (laughs) that's cool that's so that's awesome where was uh the track recorded uh it was in miami it was in a recording studio in miami and we had a few you know people there supporting and it was just such a fun experience like after we recorded there was another guy that had his own music and we were just listening to that. And then another guy, we were just like jamming out and it was a whole like box of just good, like vibes, you know? Good vibes. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Especially sunny weather, you know, was this recorded this year? Yeah. It was super early in the year. Um, I want to say like late February. So that's so funny. Because I feel like you would never know that based on the tropical summery vibes that it has. Yeah. Yet, you know, it's still kind of post like winter time and you're just having this like very cooling tune, just the sunshine is out. Can yeah. we expect any upcoming releases other than that? Any B sides, maybe a full length? I mean, with the Leave on the Light, there's a whole album, not just my song, but there's other songs coming out with that, the whole campaign. But I mean, for my songs, I'm you know still working on writing stuff. I'm thinking about releasing my own original music. So, I mean, I'm still working on that. I'm excited. I hope a few songs come together because, I mean, right now there's just a bunch of chords and random lyrics. So Okay, <laughs> cool. Is that going to be the name of the album, Leave on the Light? Leave on the Light, yeah. Okay, awesome. And when is that coming out? Well, there's not specific uh, release dates for that, but... For the first one, it's June 19th, the Supply and Demand. So no release date for the album yet, but just yeah, the single yeah. itself. Okay, cool. I got it. Where where are you when you're writing this album mentally, physically, and spiritually? Like, where do you find yourself and all your emotions when writing this material? When I'm writing my own stuff, I'm just like in my room with my door closed. And I have like these LED lights that turn different colors. So I put, I put it to like the... <clears throat> balancing colors like a different bunch bunch of different like rainbow colors and it's it's like dark I put it dim and I was like sit in front of my computer and I open my music software I'm just sitting there I have to think sometimes I listen to other things for you know ideas and I just sit there I do chords on my little tiny keyboard and then I see where it all takes me because honestly I mean I don't ever have ideas going into it I just you know brainstorm right when I'm sitting there 
Could you tell us one track other than supply and demand that is maybe just a demo or just a name of a track that you're currently writing that we don't know about yet? I couldn't like, tell you anything about that yet, but I definitely know there is other stuff coming. So, Can we expect an upcoming tour after COVID? Hopefully, yes. I'm performing couple of times after hopefully yeah so let's talk a little bit about your time on the voice obviously that was a huge part of your life and i'm sure the experience was one of a kind just very incredible uh you were on season 17 of the voice what what was that like just kind of walk me through your experience and how you felt just everything that you can about your time on the voice it was honestly the craziest thing i've ever been through my whole entire life because just in the beginning of 2019, I, I auditioned at the open call. It was in the Miami Marlins Stadium, baseball stadium. And we were all sitting there. It was about like 3,000 people in the stands. And there was just, it was, I was shaking. I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. But the day before, my mom was like, hey, do you want to go audition for The Voice? They're in Miami. So weird. And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, what am I going to say? Like, well, we'll figure that out later. And then we got there. I had in mind that I was going to sing love by michael buble and at the open call and michelle mcnulty which is the main casting agent lady she was walking around and looking at everyone he's like how are you doing today yeah, yeah and they have like this whole party thing so that you know they're not bored while we're waiting for the all the auditions and she was walking around and she said oh wow you look nice today. What's your name? And I was like, uh, Preston. And then she was like, oh, Preston, what are you singing for us? And so I said, Love by Mark Wuble. And then she was like, all right, why don't you give us a little bit of that? And I was like, I had no idea this was going to happen. It was not planned at all. And I was like, okay. So she gave me the mic. I sang. And then everyone started cheering. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And then she said, oh my goodness, you're so good. What's your name? I mean, how old are you? And then I said, 14. And then that's when everything was like, kind of blowing up because then she said wait what no 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 no. where's your mom and then she was right next to me and then she sent me straight to the callbacks and then other than that I mean it went pretty smooth and then I got to the blind auditions and it was just I was on autopilot like I did not think this it all went super fast like there was no in my mind like oh wow this is finally happening no it was all like it happened and then a few months after I was like dang, I'm on The Voice, like right before it actually aired on TV. I was just, it was like no experience at all, definitely. I'm sure, yeah. And I'm sure your friends were just as surprised oh, as yeah. you were. The hardest thing, though, was I couldn't tell them till it actually aired, like a few weeks before it aired, which is the worst thing ever. Totally. And, I yeah. Mean, the fact that, like, I had to keep that I met freaking Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't. I had to, like... I definitely know the feeling. I was a previous contestant on a show as well and not being able to tell anyone that you were on TV and you know, you just kind of have to keep it a secret. It's so difficult, but the reward is kind of worth it in the end. It is definitely. So how was it working with John Legend? That was just the coolest thing ever because when I when I met him, it felt like he was almost like not actually there. It was just like a hologram or something because i mean we talked and then he was like oh preston i can't believe you're you know this young and singing these old songs and i was like yeah yeah and when we actually practiced the songs that we were going to sing for the 
the knockout round and the other round, battle round, it was it was super cool. I walked in and the first time we actually had a sit down, you know, meeting was with him and Usher and me and Mendeleev, my battle partner, and it was like talking it, like literal legends, you know. I mean, the advice that they gave me was just so like perfect. Like it never, I was never. Uh, what do you mean? It was just. I got it right away and it was amazing. I love That's it. awesome. Is there yeah. one piece of advice that you remember in particular that maybe you could share with us to inspire some fans? The biggest part of the advice was when John and Usher gave me this, gave me and Mendeleev this word. They said intimacy. And I was like, oh. And Mendeleev looked at me, he was like, dang. And then he, they explained it after they said, what we want you to do is get into the song, not just singing it because you know we know everyone can sing songs we need you to connect and bond with the song and we were like okay and then they said so what we want you to do with this word intimacy is look at it in a look at it in a different way into me see and then me and Mendeleev like would start like cracking up we we're like dang that's crazy and then Usher was like yeah into me see think of that like you're seeing into yourself and then he rambled on and it was amazing I mean I was like talking to light. <laughs> yeah, that that's absolutely incredible. I mean, I know even me growing up listening to John Legend and Usher, both of them just seem like such inspiring people with like yeah. endless, endless wisdom and knowledge. So yeah. that's pretty great. What's one thing about being on The Voice that you feel the fans might not know? One of the biggest things was being backstage and shaking, shaking to like, till I was out of my body. I was literally for the first for the first round the where the four chairs turned for me right before that the blind audition I just was shaking. I was like the right before the doors were closed. I looked through my peek through the little crack and I looked I know I could see Blake. That was the only one I saw I saw Blake right before, you know, the person right after me and then turned and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is actually this is actually happening." And I had there was a my vocal teacher in the back and she was like Preston, you got this, calm down. I mean, you got this, Preston. And I was shaking so much. And I think that was a big part that nobody got, got to see. Oh, yeah. I, I was horrified. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the nerves were just out of this world, honestly. What's, what's your favorite memory on being on The Voice? Is there one in particular that really stands out? I think the biggest memory I have the best was just meeting all of the other contestants. You know, the first day we got there, um, and it was just the coolest thing ever because you're meeting people that love exactly what you love. And it was like, super cool. We got to meet, we all hang, hang out. We would like eat dinner and it was just the coolest thing ever. And it was, I mean, I definitely met lifelong friends and we all talk still now. We have our own group chat, but it's just hanging out with them, feeling the vibes. And it was just awesome. Cool. Are you still in contact with uh, John Legend or Usher or any of the other hosts in, on the well, show? Not really like in contact, contact, but, um, you know, I'd like his stuff and he'd say, oh, thanks. And it was just like, you know, we know each other, not like not any real contact anymore. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Do you think yeah. you'll ever work with maybe one of the contestants again or just do some type of collaboration in the future? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Joanna, which... Went, got to the top 13 she she is like such a cool girl we she lives in Miami so we're super close and we hang out sometimes her and Mary Angelie that we have our own group and it was just like you know 
oh yeah you want to do a duet sure yeah like we're planning some stuff out but yeah yeah i'm looking forward to hearing that you also performed on the kelly clarkson show and the u.s open men's semi-finals how was it performing both of those well the u.s open happened right before i got into Pop, so it was really my first professional you know thing and i was super nervous i mean i got to meet the bunch of tennis players like like looking at them and then he was like oh yeah you're gonna sing for us yeah yeah and then it's just it was like you know seeing my face on the big screen right before i walked out and it was cool thing they gave me you know free hats which was super cool i felt like i was like i don't know i don't i don't know what i felt but like it was super cool being there i got to watch him i've never really watched a tennis you know thing right before that so it's super cool that i got to go there and watch that and sing for them And how about the Kelly Clarkson show? What was that like? Well, the Kelly Clarkson show, I was with Akapop and we, we just, me and the Akapop kids were just like so bonded because we always hang out all the time right before we video shoot or, you know, audio record. And when we got there, it was really just weird. We, We all were looking at each other the whole time. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it was we got to meet Kelly and I mean, Alana, one of the smallest girls, she ran up to Kelly and gave her a huge hug. It was just so funny. We were all cracking up, but we had such a fun time there. And it was, I mean, definitely we were all nervous, obviously. Must have been a pretty big uh, feeling for you, just having these opportunities to meet all these really cool artists and influence you even more and expand your network to other musicians. Do you feel that that's the case? Yeah, I mean, meeting these people it's just like an eye-opener like this could be like us one day when we're like we're talking me and the alcohol kids we're like this like this is our life man like if we keep going on this route and i mean it's just so cool being in this you know music world it's awesome it's really yeah i love it so let's talk a little bit about growing up obviously you mentioned you're from florida and you know i'm sure that growing up there it must have had a little bit of influence on you but would you say you know the heritage of just being immersed within this beach scene and it always being sunny and this good weather had that had a big impact within your career well I think I think it definitely had an impact and you know growing up in Florida I was like you know always at the beach definitely you know hanging out it's always sunny and hot so I think that was a big part of my you know music selection it was like you know some Latin stuff like just you know vibes of all year summer long you know that amazing vibe. What does uh, your family think of your music? Oh well my mom has been helping me you know through this music craziness for the past two years for the yeah and I mean it's just she's like the most helpful person she's pushed me along the way you know when I, when I went to puberty and all that stuff and definitely but my dad I mean he's he's been a singer and he he just loves the fact that I that I sing and he's just super super supportive my family's super supportive and I'm super glad my brother you know loves he told me when, I was, when we were small he's like oh I'm gonna be your manager one day and I was like, oh yeah. that's great that's so cool right. and do you have any pets yes I do I have one pet right there her name is Pippa a little dog uh, could you ever see yourself relocating to another city well I definitely have been thinking about moving to either Nashville or LA mm-hmm. because I feel like Nashville is just the coolest place I went there in February right before corona and um it was just 
awesome. I love the country vibes there, but it's like country, but like not country because it's like that part, you know, it's just super cool. I love Tennessee. <laughs> totally. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about touring. You know, obviously you mentioned that you are interested in maybe going on a tour after COVID. Have you gone on tour before? Never. I've never gone on a tour. I've only ever done, you know, community performances for either, you know, Pembroke Pines Day or Memorial Day services, like sing- singing things like that. But I've never really gone on tour no. Okay. And have you done any traveling? Um, maybe not on tour, but just traveling in general? Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of traveling and I think I've really fallen in love with like traveling, definitely. Because I mean, I know people will say like, oh man, I travel too much and it's like, I don't like it anymore. I hate airplanes, but I love going to airports and, you know, going through those things, just hanging out there. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Cool. Where's uh, some of your, your favorite spots that you've traveled to? Either, I mean, I love Dallas. I've been to Dallas a couple times for Pop. And I mean, New York is a big place too, because I loved going to New York as a kid, seeing Broadway shows. It was just like happiness that surged through me when I, you know, actually walked in a, like New York streets. Where would you go if you could choose anywhere in the world? Where's one place that you would like to visit or tour to? I'm thinking somewhere in rome or something you know italy or you know just like cool it was cool you know like i mean either like france just over there you know i feel like that'd be really cool what would your live setup be like on tour probably just the normal you know i have like dancers i'll probably bring probably being also mackenzie and reef to hang out with and i mean i think it would just you know be simple i mean i have like probably a dj or something (laughs) i don't know yeah for sure and is there anywhere in particular that you're looking to start off the tour do you think you might start it off in florida because that's your hometown or do you feel you might try out new york la and then go from there what's what's the vibe like for that i think i would have to start maybe you know definitely somewhere in florida because it is my hometown and you know I, i definitely feel a lot more comfortable here in florida than anywhere else, you know, singing and all that stuff, because I've just done it so many times, you know, with community events, I've always, you know, performed in Florida. So I think I start off in Florida. <laughs> Let's get into some fun questions. So I curated a list of fun questions that I like asking my guests. And let's start off with name a band or artist that you believe is the best live show you've ever seen. Oh, man, I, I haven't been to too many concerts. I've only been to like two, two or three. But I, I have to say my favorite is Post Malone. Okay. I think he has the coolest show ever. I mean, the lights, the lasers, the, uh, it was just, it's really fun. I mean, it was my first concert I've ever been to, Post Malone. And it was, it was like, I mean, I don't know. I just, awesome. <laughs> Name one artist, maybe that you listen to on Spotify or iTunes that you feel like a lot of people may have not have heard of that they should look up right now. It could be like a friend or maybe, you know, someone that you've worked with. I like this guy. His name is a Siri and I don't know his Spotify right off my head, but I think his songs are super cool. He's more of like the hip hop rap world. And I mean, I just remember listening to his songs and feeling like I was in a cloud or something like, you know, he's like that, almost lo-fi type of 
sound. If you could open up for anyone past or present, who would it be? And what that what would that experience be like? I would love to open up for people like, I don't know, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I think that would be really fun. I mean, I also went to their concert. That was my second concert that I've ever been to. And it was just super, super fun. I mean, they were just jumping around, dancing, and the lights and the colors were just awesome. So I think opening for them would be you know, a dream. Okay. Touching on that, who is your favorite artist right now? Like your favorite musician that you listen to the most? I think right now, Post Malone has been, you know, in my ear a lot because my friend, you know, her name is Amanda. She's in love with Post Malone and she's been in love with him since he, you know, started making music. And I know she told me, she's like, you need to listen to Post Malone. And so I just started listening to him and then, you know, got caught in it. So, yeah. If you could be on another television show or movie, what show or movie would you like to be on? I would love to try out like some type of game show, you know, <laughs> like something, something weird, like crazy. Like I just watched, um, what's it called? Don't, it's called something don't like, and then they, they have to do, they have to not do things, you know, he's like, all right, don't drink this cup of water. And then they have to eat a bunch of peppers and then not drink the cup of water. And just, just like crazy stuff like that. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. That sounds like a good experience. I'm sure being on a game show would be a blast. Yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your nonprofit. So you were mentioning a little bit earlier about how you're kind of organizing this movement and just trying to bring awareness. What what's that all about? The big part, the big push was, you know, Brett, which you know he's known more known as um, because, and the fact that he needed you know something to bounce off of, and you know it was just the best thing ever creating this this whole campaign of just happiness. Like we need happiness right now in this world, definitely. And it just it was a big. We, we need to help these people. We need to make them feel like they're loved. And I think that was a big part of starting this whole campaign. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds great. And are you based in Florida or where, where's the campaign based out of? Well, I think the campaign is going to be based off of Miami since, you know, the summer vibes, at least starting off as in Miami. And, you know, it's going to be a big summer, you know, song. So. I was, I'm hoping that's going to happen. Okay, great. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? I'm, I'm hoping I'm just still singing. And I, I know I definitely will be singing in something, at least something, and doing something with my voice because, you know, it was, it was definitely a gift that's been given to me. And I feel like I would, I just want to be helping people with my voice, you know, making people happy. That's my big goal. Like, I love making people happy and making people dance you know, with my voice. Who is your favorite person that you worked with on The Voice? Oh, like, you know, do you mean like an artist or one of the, you know, people like famous? Honestly, I would like to hear both. Both? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll start off with the, the other, you know, artists. I think my favorite moment was hanging out with Mendeleev and singing with him which was my battle partner, we sang a song from James Taylor. And it was just, it was so fun, you know, singing with him because he is, his voice is so deep. Like he has, a, he has a low, deep voice and it sounds like this. And he'd warm up, he'd like 
I'd punch his chest and do the notes. He'd go, oh. and it was, it was super fun watching him warm up. And we went to the beach one time and he was doing it. It was just super fun. He loves to meditate too. So I thought that was super cool. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah, meditation is huge. I, I love meditation personally. Yeah. I think that it really allows people to be in a more calm state and helpful. Yeah. Do you meditate sometimes as well? Well, I've never really known how to, so I never really got into it, but I definitely got interested in, in it because of Mendeleev. You know, he just, he's sitting there, you know, relaxing. And it was just, I don't know, I felt like he was somewhere else, not with his body, you know? It was just super cool. Totally, yeah. So you mentioned uh, Mendeleev as the person that you enjoy working with the most, but what about one of the judges or one of the more famous, well-known people? Well, I definitely think John Legend was, you know, one of the best people that I've worked with because it was, wasn't even like I was talking to anyone. I felt like maybe I was in a dream every time we were talking. And when he was helping me, you know, as I said before, his notes were like just spot on and I felt like I gained a lot from him and he really helped me. If you could meet a celebrity other than the celebrities that you previously met, who's one that you're just dying to meet? I think right now I want to like really meet someone from Marvel, either like Tom Holland, Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man or like Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. I think meeting one of those guys would be super cool, you know, seeing him in real life. <laughs> that sounds cool. Touching on movies, you know, I'm sure that you have some downtime to just try to relax and go back into a calm space after a performance. What's maybe a couple of movies or TV shows that you're currently watching? I've been watching The Office again, you know, because I've been watching The Office, you know, I actually watched it a couple times in the wait while waiting for The Voice, like in my hotel, just watching and watching it because like, it was, it's like a long show, but I still found time to watch it many times. And I'm watching it again. That and like, let me see, what am I watching? Um, I, I just watched, what's it, this movie called? Just Friends. Um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That guy is so, he's one of my favorite actors. <laughs> yeah, is he the guy that was in Deadpool as well? Yeah, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, and you saw Deadpool, I'm sure, right? Definitely. Yeah, that is such a solid film. I love Deadpool. Okay, so my last question here before I let you go, and once again, I'm so grateful for your time. Who should I have on my show next? Oh. Oh, oh let me see. Let me think. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe a friend or a colleague from The Voice or just anything that you can think of. Um. I'm trying to think of someone. I mean, definitely Joanna seems like really cool. I've never really seen her a lot in inter- interviews, but I think she'd be so fun. Joanna, the girl that I said I was going to do a duet with that's also from Miami. I think that'd be really cool. Cool. Okay. I, I appreciate that. And actually, I thought of one more. If you have a message to your fans, if you could just say anything to your fans, what would that be right now? I would say thank you. I would definitely say a big thank you. I would not be anywhere without them. And, you know, they've just helped me a lot and to push my stuff out there and giving a lot of love. And I just want to say thank you. And, you know, also just be happy. Let's all just be happy, you know? Yeah. 
Cool. Awesome. I really appreciate your time so much, Preston. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you to everyone that tuned in. If you have any questions, feedback, or recommendations of who I should have on next, reach out to me on Instagram at jameslane1989 or Twitter, jameslane, lane with two E's. Have a great week. And as always, please support your local animal shelter.